the it's, ones that are doing great yeah. and working well, it's because they are working at it. And then those who are struggling, I would dare say that the attention is not being given to the most important things. Hi, Ed and Lisa Young here from the Creative Marriage Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We're right behind Joe Rogan in popularity, people say. This new book we've come out with, Lisa, called The Creative Marriage, The Art of Keeping Your Love Alive is available. On Amazon. Amazon. We want you to pick up this book because it's all about keeping your love alive. It's about creativity. It's about having a marriage that represents the best of the best. We want people to look at our marriages and Mm -hmm. say, wow, I want what they have. And that's what the creative marriage is all about. So we'll see you very, very soon. Make sure to check out the creative marriage on as many different platforms. Ed and Lisa Young here, and this is the Creative Marriage Podcast, where we talk about the art, and believe me, it's an art, of keeping your love alive no matter what life throws at you. Lisa, I am am blown away at the people that, you know, we talk to, some having very strong marriages, others having marriages that that really need a lot of work, still other marriages that are hanging by a thread. It's it's really fascinating when you think about it because the, the, the marital game, if I can call it that, is simply this. It's about love. And love, as we've said, is spelled commitment. Lisa and I have some bracelets. In fact, she got these bracelets for us. Why don't you explain what the bracelets well, say? I, it's pretty cool. It was our anniversary. I think it was our 25th wedding anniversary. We're coming up on 40 years. so I know you was, can't believe it because I'm 43 and <laughs> she is 39. So, so for our 25th wedding anniversary, I wanted to get something made special. And so I went to this jeweler and said, hey, I want to do this. And he goes, so do you want love on it? And I was like, no, I really want commitment. The word commitment. And that was a shocker. And he, Sicker you know, shock. He like, looks surprised. What? Commitment? Like, commitment? What? That's a romantic word. Yeah. And so I explained to him, though, the meaning behind it, which commitment is pledging yourself. No to matter, a position. To a position, no, no matter, matter the, what the cost. Let's say it together. Right. You do commitment it. is pledging, pledging yourself to a position, position no, no matter, matter what the cost. And so, so when you're talking about marriage and different Uh, struggles that people have. I mean, in the backdrop of love, which is um, God gave us his love as an example. I mean, that's the agape love. And then you have brotherly love, phileo love. And then you have that eros love, which is the, you know, and, um, and so love, of course, is beautiful, but it can be an emotion that kind of ebbs and flows, whereas commitment is more of, well, it is, it's that position and you are holding your position, you're holding the line, and you're staying the course. And, and, and feelings come like the tides. Yeah. High tide, slack tide, and low tide. And that's that's so true in marriage. Here's what- So would the high tide be like the really good tide? Yeah, times? that's when you know yeah. things are clicking, you're low hitting tide. on all cylinders. Low tide is low when tide. everything is, the water Ooh. is out and you see all the stuff on the beach. Yeah. Some of it's good, some of it's not so good. So, yeah. But how do you navigate these, these low tide moments? And you mentioned something- you Every mentioned, marriage goes through them. Yeah, but you mentioned there's some relationships that are firing on mm-hmm. all cylinders, they're doing great. There are others that require some work and there are others that are holding on by thread. 
The secret though is all of them require work. The yeah, one, see, the say ones, that again. The it's, ones that are doing great yeah. and working well, it's because they are working at it. And then those who are struggling, you know, there can be definite causes, cause and effect. Yeah. But I would dare say that the attention is not being given to the most important things. And then those that are hanging on by a thread, well, neglect is one of the key elements yeah, and, of getting to Lisa, that point. You know, too, and I want to tell just a quick story about uh, uh, something that I've been dealing with. But, but you know, it's it's... A situation, if, if marriage is going to work, really work, both the husband and the wife have to go, okay, I'm going to do it God's way. Mm -hmm. No holes barred. I'm going to do it the Lord's way. Because if you think about it, and we talk about this so much, God's, God's plan for man works. It is the only thing that mm -hmm. really, really works. Absolutely. I, I uh, talked to someone recently and they're having some marital difficulty. So as I begin to press into the situation, there's, there's some alienation in the relationship. And then one party is having a relationship outside the marriage bed. Affair. In other words, yeah, an affair. The, 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 this person is sleeping in the wrong bed. And I know women do that. But also, men tend to do that, I still more. believe, a little bit more than, than women. And, and, you know, in talking to, to other men who were in, in the throes of sleeping in the wrong bed, having an affair, you know, it's pretty much the same, same story. They're like, well, I've never uh, met anyone like this. I've never had sex like this before. Uh, this is my soulmate. It goes on and on and on. Or, and then they begin to doubt. This is what guys do. I'm not sure I really yeah, meant the words yeah. at the altar. You know, I, I you know, my my uh, uh, wife, she, she doesn't even think the same way about life or about marriage or about child rearing as I do. But this new hot thing. Oh, man. But but here here is the the here's the difficulty of this. You can write out. This, this scenario, because, you know, when you call in the lawyers to pick up the pieces and you pay them tons of money, all of a sudden, the, the hot little thing turns into this, this, this person who is a normal person. She has or he has normal issues Oh, normal moods. Yeah, the romanticized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Then you face, yeah. you end up facing the same crap that you should have faced in your marriage. That you should have worked on. That's it. I was going to say, but you got to work through the crap. Marriage is going to throw some crap at you. You've got to work through it. So here's what I say. You're going to work hard outside the marriage relationship. If you don't work on the marriage relationship, you're going to work hard to have an affair. You'll work hard at it. Sneaking around, dating, texting, blah, 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 all the stuff. But you know, the truth always comes out. Always. So forget that. Why don't you work on your relationship now? Because you used to love each other. 
something happened and you've gone off and that's you know, the that, ranch. That Ed is where you have to say, yes, yeah. we loved each other. We were committed to each other, but commitment can stand today regardless of the f feelings that you have of love or not loving mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's interesting whenever, and, and this particular scenario that you're talking about, you know, he says that, um, you know, I just didn't mean it uh, when we fell in love. You know, I'm not sure we really did fall in love. Yeah. And what happens is he starts rationalizing. Telling rational lies. lies rational lies. Yeah. And he's, he's lying to himself. He has, and that is the enemy. That is Satan himself. No doubt. Because if, they, if Satan can grab hold of our minds, our emotions, our feelings, and convince us that we feel a certain way and this is a better way when actually it's, it's actually- He gets a, a toe hold, then a foot hold, then a choke and then, hold. And then it's over. So it, again, it's gonna happen if you don't work. How do you work at a relationship? Yeah, so either, so here's what happens, Lisa. If you don't work, you either just live this mundane, mm -hmm. boring life where you exist, Maybe you're still married. So who pre, who or, brings it? Who, or you you who leads? You go off of the ranch into the arms but of let, another. Let's bring person. it to let's bring it to the positive. Where where how do we how can we work so that we help prevent this from happening? I mean, there's going to be temptation. There's going to be struggles. All of those things. But how do you how do you come back to center? If you will. Well, you. What's the work ethic? Well, you know, I've I've heard this a we lot. Talk, we talk I, about this in the creative. Yeah, marriage. yeah, we we talk about this in the book, the creative marriage, that it, it it takes work and it's work that is worth it. And so, what are some basic things? Date night, obviously. Yeah. I would say, I would say taking time away, just the uh, two of you. Mm -hmm. I would say leaning in and getting heavily involved in the church. Yes. Yeah, we tend to put an emphasis on those things that don't take us where we need to go. That's right. We get on side streets with activities, with things that clutter our, our um, you know, calendar. And if we don't prioritize the marriage and within that priority, working at it. Mm -hmm. And even to the point of taking time, as you call it, the sweet 16, where you look yeah. into your spouse. The first 16 minutes you see each other at the end of the day, it's like eating, you know, sweet 16 powdered sugar donuts. I don't think they make them anymore. Oh, I, I think they might. They do, they I should. don't know. They, should. they might. Those donuts are like. Ooh, they're ooh. good. They're good. Now, you know, if I just walk by a bag of them, <laughs> love handles. <laughs> But the sweet 16, too many of us aren't giving our spouse 16 minutes. We're giving them like 16 mm -hmm. seconds. So if we can just give them that look, a touch, and a word of affirmation, of um, just enjoyment that I'm happy to see you. I'm so excited, you know, for a date night that we're going to have. Mm -hmm. and, and you and I really planned and looked forward to it. And that's the type of work. Those are some of the very basics. But sometimes work is going a step further yeah. to counseling, mm -hmm. to getting um, advice. But see, listen, it sounds like, oh no, some are listening going or watching are going, oh, work. I, I, I don't, but. I, I get that, but, but I mean, let's face it, anything worth, it, anything that has value in life is worth 
working it's for. It's about the process. Yeah. So the attention that we give so many other things, you yeah. know, that doesn't seem like work. So I, work maybe is just a negative word. I don't know. You know how so, I but, love. But again, I love positivity. You so you I need to come work, up with another you're word. You're going to work on a relationship either outside the marriage bed or in the marriage bed Mm -hmm. either with this person relationally or with your spouse it's financially uh advantageous to to work on it with your spouse let me tell you what just finances what other where uh, the other trap that we get into is we work hard at our parenting oh yeah which is per i mean that's awesome that's that's noble that's amazing but are we giving so much time, energy, and effort to our children that we've dissed the work with our spouse? And the greatest gift you can give your children is having a dynamic and active and enjoyable relationship yes. with your spouse. Yeah, that's true. We work so hard at that sometimes, yet we forget the other. So there's a financial benefit. There's a relational benefit. Think about your kids, the consistency of that commitment. Mm-hmm. So emotionally, I would say, there's 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 benefits psychologically. I would say ask yourself all those things. Ask yourself today. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No. You. Ask yourself today, what am I doing to help my marriage move forward with success? To push the ball downfield. Yes, yes, or to push the shopping cart forward in the store. Maybe that's a better women's analogy. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. a football analogy works for. Mm-hmm. It would work for me. Well, today. I don't want to name drop, but I was working out before we started doing this, and I was working out with uh, several NFL players. And if I mentioned their name, you'd know them. Uh, you would, but I won't mention their names. Aren't they nice to let you work they out? Really, I don't like work out with them. I mean, I'm next to them. They're in the gym. The work that these guys <laughs> do for success. Mm-hmm. And one guy is a future Hall of Famer I was working with and talking to him, and just, just, just like – the work that he's doing i'm like he didn't have to work i mean the guy's a genetic freak and he's but but he's working he's working he's working the most important relationship earthly speaking humanly speaking is marriage that's right so do the work do work do the work do work stay committed to the work Yes, some days it's going to be easier than others, but stay committed to the work. And you'll see your marriage take a step up and another step up, and it will go to new levels. That's right. So, hey, thanks for listening or watching. Yeah. Subscribe to the Creative Marriage Podcast. Definitely give us a five-star review. Five-star. Not 4.5, not three. No, Five stars. And we'll see you next time, or you can hear us next time on the Creative Marriage Podcast. I'm Lisa. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. That works. That works. You know what? We're one flesh. I'm Ed. This is Lisa. We're so happy that you joined us for the Creative Marriage Podcast. That's right. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 